sandwich. Sorry, little kids. <laughs> but I'm a killer clown today. And that's all right. Oh, I'm, no, I do it again. Oh. <laughs> Dude, there's three bars in the whole rap. So, calling it that rap, uh, that rap is so generous. <laughs> Sorry, three bars in that whole monologue. All right. <laughs> Slam poetry and you know yeah. it. Sorry, Sorry little, little kids. kids. No, I started it. Oh. Sorry, little kids. But I'm a killer clown today. And I'm from Brooklyn. And that's all right. Isn't, didn't he miss a line? He did. I'm sorry, little kids, but I'm a killer clown today. I could say bullets are going to stray. I'm spray. from Brooklyn. That's all right. Is it stray or spray? Spray. Fuck. Bullets are going to stray. What are they? Dogs. <laughs> stray, stray little dogs. Stray bullet. <laughs> okay. Welcome back to episode one zero of Bolt. Oh, we're no longer in single digits. No, I hope we mentioned this last week, mate. We're not ki- We're not babies anymore, mate. We're big boys. You're listening to uh, two veteran podcasters. And Blake Pavey. Exactly. So <laughs> welcome back. Can't wait for the BLT fan accounts to post edits of us all in episode <laughs> one and it'll cut back to that like in black and white and just the song over it. It's been a long day. Without, Without you, my friend. And then in the big boot when it goes, whoa. And then it comes to us just like hugging and shit, maybe kissing. <laughs> it has been a long journey. If you guys want to make some like reflection edits, like let's just reflect on the journey so far because it's been so long. Do you, we, actually, do you reckon we have enough content yet to do one of those Hamish and Andy shows where we just, <laughs> the rest of our careers, we just relive? Yeah, the yeah. first episode gave us enough content alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hang on, actually, you two um, are on your 10th. My big app's next week. Oh, true. This is your ninth, DLT. Yeah. Oh, true. God. That is a good point. Fuck. All right. Well, what are we going to do for Blakey's 10th, Luke? Um, get a cake? No, we won't be doing oh, that. Oh, you didn't get us anything for <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We'll match you with... Okay, if you can provide something to us within the next 50 minutes of recording this episode, we will match your energy for next week's okay, episode. done. I'll, I'll save that. All right, good. That good. sucks. Now we're going to have to suck him off next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that's the only thing you currently offer us. <laughs> that is true. To Dodo. Uh, anyway, uh, welcome... We just got back from Radelaide. We did. Um, and Mount Gambia. The home of sinkholes. Man, Gambia was actually quite nice. It was. Oh, I loved it. I, I saw my first hole. Wait, sorry, what? Sinkhole. Oh, thank you. Yep. Um, what would you rate it out of 10? Dude, like 9 out of 10 for sure. It was pretty fucking dope. I didn't know what to expect from a sinkhole because I've never been in one, but it had a beautiful garden and it is made me scared driving down the street because everyone – who lived there, like the sound techs and stuff were like, oh, yeah, like two more sinkholes opened up this week. One just opened up next to a cafe. And I was like, oh, shit, did the cafe close? And he goes, no, they've been getting heaps of extra business. It's become like a little tourist attraction. (laughs) (laughs) Sinkhole cafe. Yeah, so because there's a place in Australia called the Limestone Coast and what I got the vibe was, this is how it was explained to me, it's built on a network of caves and they accidentally just built an entire town uh, and there's like a volcanic kind of rock surface underneath and it's just all eroded underneath the water. So things just, sorry, underneath the earth, so things just kind of fall in. So you could just buy a house, spend all your life savings on it and then have it hit the center of the earth yeah. one day. See, I've always said the That's importance. That's a tough wake up call. Yeah, I've always thought that cavemen need to be treated uh, better in our society because if, if we treated cavemen better, things like that wouldn't happen. You wouldn't accidentally build a fucking entire town over a cave, would you? Because the cavemen would let you know. They'd say, 
there's caves here. What are you doing? Hey, guys. Hey, boys. Fellas. Don't put cafes up here, guys. Caves are afoot. <laughs> That's not what they'd sound like, man. They'd be like... <laughs> they talk like the masks from Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, uh, my name is Tyler. I am the tomato in uh, Tyler BLT. My name's Blake, and uh, I'm the B in uh, BLT. Um, Hi, I'm Luke, and I'm the L, which stands for the linguini in BLT. So, so, but my th- um, with the sinkholes. <laughs> yeah, they're not man-made caves. I should make that very clear. It's natural caves that have been formed by, I think, volcanoes like five thousand years ago. Apparently, yeah. Mm. Um, but what, like, if you just like that was all I was thinking about. Like, what if you just woke up one morning, you're just like, oh fuck, and you were just in a big cave or something like that? That really piss you off, wouldn't it? Like, you'd be you'd be trudging around the house all day, just going, "Oh, I'm stuck in a fucking cave." And then your naggy wife would be like, "God damn it! Somebody woke up on the wrong side of the surface of the earth this morning." <laughs> okay, I see. Okay, I get you. That's good. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, that's good. That would happen literally to some people. Yeah, you'd yeah wake yeah. up in a hole. Yeah, yeah, and you'd be like, "Fuck!" Well, now my favorite genre of music has to change. It was drum and bass, but now it's rock. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be yeah. like, ah, oh, what a fucking hole. And be like, oh, that's right. We already lived in Mount Gambia. <laughs> so nothing's really changed. <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah, get unnecessary good. slander. That's it was good. actually so lovely. I was going to say, Mount Gambia yeah. was actually not a hole, though. It was we had a great nice. time. Why and is it that the one town that we went to that wasn't a hole was a hole? Yeah. It was literally a hole, Maybe but it that's wasn't the a hole. secret. Ooh, Everyone oh. else is trying to be on uh, above sea level dwelling creatures. Yeah, right. And then I don't know. It was just so green. It was actually beautiful. It was stunning. Really nice. It was probably one of our favorite stops of the tour. So yeah, far. and I had disgusting like I don't know. I was sick as a dog, and and we pull up to the sinkhole, and everyone's like, "Do you want to come out and see the sinkhole?" And I'm in the backseat, like, "No, I'm gonna try and stay here and sleep." And then I couldn't last, and I had to go to the toilet. But I was I, even. In my deathly state, I looked to my left and looked at the sea and went, wow, what a beautiful, I'm glad I got out of the car. What a nice sinkhole. And, really and they had a blue lake, which was one of the bluest lakes I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. No, aptly named for sure. Yeah. What's the deal with those locks things on the fences, though? Don't you reckon that's so me, me, me? Yeah. The what? It, it was like a, did you say that when you, uh. when you go to the lookout of the lake, um, which is, by the way, I've heard where they're going to shoot Avatar 3, which is exciting. Um, Maybe you'll see your lake? mate there again. Yeah. Are they actually? Uh, I imagine it's a, it's blue. <laughs> is that is that the entire? Were you joking? And that was the entire joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what I did. That's what I call a Blake Pavy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's where thinnest- you kind of just like say something and then go like, "What? It was a joke." Oh, the thinnest possible link, and just <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what it was. Oh, okay, yeah. Sorry. Oh, in that case, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But no, at the top of the lookout, it's one of those ones where clearly people go on <laughs> dates there. And then they lock, like they will get in a little lock engraved that says like Julia and Steve and then write the date and they lock their love there and it's like that's there forever until like someone from the council comes around and like with a lock cutter and just cuts them all off because it's vandalizing. The yeah, well, there's heaps of them there, but I couldn't find any that dated back pre-2021. That was clearly the last time they did it, Carl. Yeah, I was going to say because the 
the lake didn't just show up two years ago, did it? I heard that there was one in Europe. I'm not sure the country. I think France, but maybe I'm just making that up. Anyway, one of those, it was this bridge that was famous for having people put locks on it. And apparently by then there were so many locks on the bridge, people were worried about the structural integrity mm. of the bridge because it wasn't meant to hold that much weight. No, yeah. That's well, what it I heard. up. Yeah, that, I no, I know exactly the bridge you were talking about, and yep. they were actually it was wasn't about the locks that was because I was on it and my penis was on it, and they thought that might just dist- ruin the weight distribution of the. Oh yes, thanks for doing a Blake. That was sick. <laughs> yeah, just the way it I've got my gift for you guys now. Oh, fuck. Um, you're okay. gonna get it after the episode. Uh, you'll be mailed a suicide note song <laughs> by me. So. <laughs> Uh, good on you, Ashley Gavin. Um, look, it's a uh, ooh topical, topical. <laughs> no one else is going to understand that at all. I don't think. Be good, man. Uh, so yeah, it was uh, it was a good weekend. <laughs> we went to the footy. Well, I did. Blake and I did. We watched the most one-sided game of all time at Adelaide Oval. Then we went and had beers in the second half and didn't re-enter the stadium after <laughs> halftime. Didn't we what? sat outside in the, the third quarter. Oh, you didn't at all? We just went to the bar and then we left halfway <laughs> through the fourth quarter. Yeah. You paid to go to the pub? Yep. Yep. $40 entry. <laughs> yep. $40? What? Is that how much it costs to go to the footy? Yeah. Oh, what well, the? No, 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 we got in... Cheaper because it was 70 bucks, but then we all bought a family pass and Blake and I <laughs> pretended to be Jack and Mitch's sons. Okay, fair enough. I, well, I can see, yeah, actually, I can see that working. Um, but do you, know, do you know what I thought was happening? Because they have uh, – it was Adelaide's home game, so they were just interviewing people around the stadium and stuff like that. But they kept going to different families throughout. So I thought they were just going to different people who got the family pack. And I was like, oh, my God, our time's coming. And then it just cut to four blokes all in their mid-20s. And because um, I'm 21, that was another Blake Pavey Ripper for you, man. What? What was the joke? <laughs> I don't even get how that could be considered a joke. What was the joke there, man? <laughs> I'm having a stinker, boys. <laughs> Fuck, should we just stop the app now? No, no, this is great I'm going to say a slur so he has to cut the last 20 seconds. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, sit down. Listen, sit down. Think about becoming a better person. All you have to do is just be funny again, all right? You can do it. You don't even have to be funny. You just have to uh, finish a sentence without <laughs> saying that was supposed to be a joke. But <laughs> you have four dudes in their mid 20s. It's like, yeah. And then you're like, oh, I'm 21. That's the joke. What's the joke? <laughs> You're, the joke is that you're in your early and not mid-20s. Is, is that the joke? That's, not, that's within the realm of possibility in reference. I could just roll your age up. You Holy. Oh, you what? <laughs> like if you looked at my brother, myself, Mitch and you, literally our median age would be like 25. Yeah, it's, 100%. It would be it exactly that. It was an that. accurate description of the group and you were like, pause for laughter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, God, it feels like a <laughs> set, doesn't oh, it? I'm going to yes! fucking cut this, you guys. Guys, I said a slur. <laughs> In our group. Uh, oh, you fucking anyway, dog. I uh, <laughs> had a submission. Let's just like kind of kick the episode off with one. We usually do. Man, I thought we were kicked it off. We have kicked it off, but like we usually wait till the end, but I'm thinking oh, we'll just yeah. do it now. Just do it now. Just do it yeah. now. Just do yeah. it. Uh, just we have a who's the weirdo submission. 
Uh, this one comes in from Kirby. Kirby. Is that a real human name? No, uh, Kirby sucks things up. And yeah, so it's the I think the Nintendo character. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, listens. Hey, Luke, I'm wanting to share a marketplace story with you, and I'm not sure Ooh. if I'm the weirdo slash asshole in this situation. Quick backstory, I was selling a vacuum cleaner and I was getting a lot of low offers even though I knew it was a good quality item. <laughs> okay. I don't get people like this. It's like it is secondhand. You cannot sell it for retail price. There's no. a man on this couch right now that's still trying to flog off a Nintendo Switch <laughs> on Facebook retail. Marketplace for like retail price. And Bro, that man's re- name is Blake Payton. Yeah, there's <laughs> like four iterations of the Switch have come out since the one he's trying to sell and to. And he's just like, why don't people want to pay, want to pay the JB Hi-Fi recommended retail price for this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's funny. Um, I got this message and by this point I'd had enough so I changed my tactic. By nature, I hate conflict but I decided to be passive aggressive. And she sent me the screenshots Ooh. of the conversation Ooh. and I've read them. Jesus. I think we know who's the asshole. Okay. Maybe. And okay, so... The other person said, hi, Kirby, is this still available? <laughs> Did Kirby say, hello, Ganondorf? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's available. Can can do some less. What is with Facebook Marketplace and just broken English? It's can do some less. 90% of the time. Can yeah. do some less. You got to do some, yeah, you got to have the, uh, the built-in in your own brain Google Translate firmware. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon? 350, because by the way, it's been listed as 400. So this guy's lowballing about 50 bucks. That's not even that bad for Marketplace. That's a pretty good offer. Just take 350 on the Dyson Cyclone V10. Yeah. I will pick up now. Oh, and he's offering to pick up. Oh, dude, take that fucking deal. Sorry, the price is 400 firm. Please do it. Do it if have 350. What? This is the thing. Was it's, that Kirby saying to please? No, it's the person. Okay, the other person. Please do it if have three three fifty your address. Okay. Okay, four fifty then. This is where she starts to be uh, Okay, oh, so she's okay. going up. Yep, 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 yep. Four fifty question mark. Yep, happy to take that. Three fifty or four fifty? Then she goes, five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> the old reverse auction. Okay. Yep. What a giga chat. Yep. Uh Okay, sorry. Please, if you don't want to sell, please tell me. Thanks. Thumbs up. Uh, happy to sell for 400 No, you are so rude. Cheers, dear. And then they they responded to the 500 thing that said pathetic attitude. I would say you are definitely the asshole. Oh, yeah. For, for over-quoting the listed price on purpose <laughs> to piss off this stranger. However... Mm. Yeah, it's like if you're going to be buying something on Marketplace, maybe try and speak the language that you're trying to buy it in. Can I? Like imagine if I went on like, I don't know, like Spanish Marketplace yeah, and then yeah. was writing broken Spanish and then was like, why are these people giving me attitude? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can, oh, here's my here's my take. I'm going to say not the asshole. You think it's think really? that was fucking awesome, man. <laughs> because wait, what's because, she selling again? A vacuum. Okay. I think I think uh, I think that when the person was like three fifty, I would have been like, personally, I would have been like, yeah, that's pretty good. Offer four hundred listing, three fifty. Yep, no worries, done. All right, see you later. I'm parting ways with that fifty. That fifty's gone. Whatever. Happy to do it. But, but then I think that the fucking rest of the interaction was so sick, dude. 
That's awesome, man. Just and the, the comedic timing of the five hundred of the boosting of the prices. Oh yeah, I think that you. You know, this is why because because as someone who uses Facebook Marketplace, as we all know, I've uh, it's not my first radio on that platform. Uh, you, you just you want to keep it cut and dry. Keep it as if you're buying or selling. You don't want as you know you want a communication to as minimum as possible. True. You're not there to make friends, but also, no, but I not just so minimum in communication that you end up at a Nazi's house in Whittlesea. Correct. You need Good a point. little bit above that. <laughs> valid, valid. But my point is this. My point is this. From her perspective, she's the seller. The buyer said three fifty. She said, "Nah, price is firm." When he came back with like. The broken English, yeah, uh, simlish fucking me or need or three fifty. That's what got me was that's the, now it's fair game. The, the the lion is on the prowl on the savannah. Eat your prey. Yeah. I, I say the illiterate haggle the second time. <laughs> yeah, does annoy me. Yes, illiterate haggle. That is fair fair game. I personally would have just that would have been left on scene and I would have gone off to another potential buyer. But I do appreciate. Playing with your food a little bit there, Kirby. I would have been like, like no, it's 400, suck it. Oh, wait, you can't because you don't have this Dyson now. <laughs> yeah. That would have been a better response. That is true. Do you know what? In more Kirby, classic Kirby fashion, Kirby, when that situation went awry, could have sucked up the buyer <laughs> and then she could have gone, bloop, turned into a brain dead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Kirby sucks the abilities out of yeah. its enemies. Yeah. Good. Did you get any Who's the Weirdo requests this week? No, I haven't had any Who's the Weirdo. I'm getting a lot Are you of. Are sure uh, about that? Why? I don't know. Just we could have got DMs like during the podcast, maybe. <laughs> Let me check my DMs. Uh, Sorry, one moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks like. Um, <laughs> Did you get one? It uh, looks like a. F- Wowee! Someone oh, sent me a Who's the Weirdo? I told you you should check. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that was my voice. bad. That was my bad. It looks like a bit of Who's the Weirdo request. Okay. Uh, this is from a long-time listener, it looks like, because they've got a lot of DMs that I've not responded to. They, they're low-key fucking annoying. And I would already say Who's the Weirdo is the, the person DMing me this. Anyway, this is the Who's the Weirdo. <clears throat> hey, Tyler. Got a Who's the Weirdo for you. Uh, I keep making these awesome jokes on my podcast, but the boys don't seem to be catching on. <laughs> They try to bully me into suicide. Should I? Should they just cut the bits, or is it weird I make more money than my parents combined for making jokes referencing my age that don't land well? Cheers, oh. mate. Love the pot. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for sending that in, man. Um, <laughs> what do we think, boys? Who's the really look? Um, they didn't. They didn't put their name at the end of that, did they? No, no, completely anonymous. Anonymous, God. Well, um, hey, mate. um, So we have other podcasts, um, like podcasters listening to our podcast. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, we must. That's awesome. Well, yeah, it's good. Uh, What do you think, Blake? Look, I think, look, there's obviously two sides of this coin. Like, obviously, I wouldn't really know how he would be feeling because, you know, me on this podcast, I only make fucking the best jokes. Um, (laughs) So... You know, man, I think just keep doing the bits. I think, you know, maybe throw in a slur or two so they have to cut the bit. Um, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. Also, good stuff about your parents uh, making more money than them because uh, 
uh, that is one I relate to. So uh, <laughs> that feels a little bit like braggy and arrogant. Yeah, the person yeah. who sent that in, like saying, "Oh, hang on, they've sent another they make one." More money than their parents combined of what making jokes. Yeah, 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 I don't. I think that's arrogant, and I think that makes you a bit of an asshole. Yeah, he didn't have to add that, did he? No, that was yeah. unnecessary. Oh, he sent another one. Also, Tyler. And also, just before we, maybe we should cut uh, that little line uh, in, just so no parents have to hear that. Yeah. No, that'll be staying in. Anyway, okay. <laughs> that line will be staying in. I'm not editing any more than one thing per episode that comes out of your mouth, mate. <laughs> uh, he sent another message. Uh, also, Tyler, we should do DMT sometime. Thank you, Joe R. Mm. So, yeah, no, man, this is BLT, not DMT. So um, <laughs> let's move on from this fuckhead. Uh, <laughs> what a loser, am I right, God? Yeah. God. Um, another one? I got a who's the weirdo uh, from... <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, and so uh, they didn't send that, or they do they send like a thesis? A that's thesis? a huge. Well, I'm that is so many yeah. paragraphs of text. Yeah, brother, that, take it to a fucking publisher. <laughs> <laughs> so much text. I like it though. He could have edited, but also I did read this on the train hey. over here, and a lot of these details are. I'm looking necessary. at how many slabs of text. Are, hey, mate. Do you have a doctorate in yabba yabba? <laughs> Too much bloody talking. <laughs> yeah. God, so uh, writes to the podcast. Uh, hey, guys, I've got a who's a weirdo if you can help me out. Just keep. <laughs> <laughs> what is I've said his name, but I forgot that he said just keep this anonymous because it's embarrassing as fuck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I have to edit more shit again. No, man. This, no, man. Do you know how many <laughs> there are in the world? Keep it anonymous. Brother, you've got a basic as fuck name. Um, it's anonymous nonetheless. Um <laughs> That's not what anonymous means. No, you don't I'm, say I'm, someone's name and then... I'm going to go back and edit it. All right. Anyway, okay. go for it. So basically I've been talking to this girl for a while and we both really like each other, I think. Good. We didn't have to add the I think if it's such true love. but um, <laughs> And we've been hanging out a, quite a bit over these past couple of months. Okay. My mates have all been trying to convince me to make the first move and sleep with this girl and I decided to finally try it. Oh, okay. So, well, hang on, pause. Can yeah. I just interject and say... I think he's got a weird point. He's got a weird point? Yeah. What do you mean he's got a weird point? Like there's a weird thing coming up? No, I think he's already got one point. Oh, he's already got one point of being weird. Yes. Yeah, I think that the first step is not sleeping with a girl. And if you've been hanging out with a girl for months, the first step is like, hey, you into me? Let's make out a bit. The first step is establishing if you're in the friend zone after months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not not sleeping. With, anyway, all right, carry on. You're going from zero to 100 anonymous. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Let's call them... Um, What's another Nintendo character? Uh, uh, Bowser. Bowser. Yeah. Oh, fuck, dude. Like, in sync today. Sorry, our periods. It's crazy. Anyway, yep, yeah, carry on. Yeah, it must be nice to have such a good comedic friendship. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Keep reading, Uh And I finally decided to try it. So last week we went out for drinks and whatever and she ends up coming back to mine so I thought this is the time to secure okay. the bag. She's not a bag, she's a human. Don't talk about people like that. Another weird point to you, sir, I think. Okay. Uh, anyways, we end up making out in my room and we end up Good. having sex. Let's go. And this is where I need your guys' help. Okay. So we're doing it and, like, she's being super quiet, like not saying anything or making any noise, which threw me off a bit. So I decided not to make any noise either because I feel like it's weird if the guy is making all the noise in the bedroom. Dude, thank, 
they got it got weird because for a second I was like, wait, this is a BLT listener having sex? Like, this must be a lie. And then it immediately got weird and I was like, this sounds more like this our tracks. podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On top of this, my bed is really squeaky because it's an old wooden hand-me-down from my parents. So oh. it's dead silent but with each thrust you can hear the bed creaking and it's wigging me the fuck out. Ew. And this continued on for 15 minutes. Fuck, um, 15 minutes, brother. God damn. That's like 30 cums. <laughs> exactly. For uh, And I was going... Yeah, this continued on for 15 minutes and I was going nowhere close to the finish line. It's not a race. It's more of a uh, team dance that <laughs> you both that. have to. Exactly. So I made the executive decision to fake an orgasm. Oh. So I do that, then roll over covering my dick so she can't see there's nothing in the condom. And to break the awkward silence, <laughs> I ask, <laughs> did you like it? <laughs> what a fucking loser. Uh, <laughs> Which, thinking back, was so stupid. She said, yeah, but I think... She said, yeah, but I think she just said that to not make me feel bad, which I appreciate because it would have destroyed me if she said no. Ah, ha, ha. Anyways, we end up going to sleep and she leaves before I even wake up in the morning, which is a bad sign and we haven't texted since. That was like a week ago. I'm wondering if I should text her or just leave it because facing her after all that is pretty daunting. Uh-huh. I mean, it just sounds like, uh, no, I mean, I, look, this might be a hard truth, but I feel like I need to be the person in your life weirdly to give it because you've come to a podcast. It feels like you've come to the podcast, by the way, for advice, not really to be no, called a weirdo or not. I need to get something straight with the BLT heads yeah. here. <laughs> this segment is who is the weirdo, not can you please justify that what I did wasn't fucking pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> Guts, please send us something funny. Not I had shit sex with a woman in the phantom cummy remains of where my parents conceived me 40 years earlier. What the fuck submission was that? Listen, I love you. If you listen to the pod, you've clearly got great taste in something. But fix your fucking heads. What is this segment? That's... The more, the more you went on with it, I was just thinking, what, what are we listening to? There is to? no back and forth between, oh, man, she did this. But how at any point is she the weirdo? You didn't give us really anything yeah, other than she was I, quiet. So maybe she wasn't that into you. That might be something that's awkward for you to face. Are we, are you, even Are you trying to spin to, like, are you a weirdo? Is that what you want to know? Like, are you the weirdo? Like, I mean, you seem weird. That seems very yes. weird, man. Especially because, like, if you... Firstly, okay, let me just walk you through this anonymous, a not, sorry, Bowser. Listen, Bowser, let me walk you through this, okay? If you like a girl, even if you like her for five seconds, just talk to her about it. Don't f- hang out with her for months and then wait for your friends to be like, hey, you should shag f- her. What do you, what do you mean? Just, just talk, just be like, hey, what is this? Are we friends? Do you have feelings? I think I have feelings for you. That's the first step. You, it sounds like you have really bad communication skills. 100%. Out of the bedroom and in the bedroom. Yeah. And oh, also, yeah. can I be honest with you? There's nothing wrong with if you haven't, if you're in the act, right, and th- and the situation for whatever reason, clearly it was the squeaky bed and the fact that, you know, you were probably thinking about the fact that it once belonged to your parents and they were also fucking in that same bed at some point, which is all I could think about after you said that it's oh, your yeah. parents' hand-me-down bed. But... 
There's nothing wrong with in that circumstance while you're in the act of sex to be like, hey, listen, I don't think I'm going to finish this time. It's nothing to do with you. Do you mind if we just have a break or we stop for tonight? Any girl worth your salt or any person worth your salt, anyone would say, yeah, that's cool. Don't worry about it. That's all you have to say. Just communicate it's also just it. just like even it maybe sounds like you're both – were kind of just awkward. And this whole situation was maybe awkward and forced. Yeah, you should have just because, talked about it because it was awkward because you didn't talk. But even just cracking gags, like I don't know about you guys. Is it weird? Like, no, I know. Yeah, you do you, it. You crack gags in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. It, you not? It's not, not necessarily like hilarious. You're not going for like laughs, but you definitely like. It can ha- it's fun, right? It's supposed yeah. to be fun. You're supposed to be, no, it's supposed to be comfortable. So if you're comfortable, you know. I can't say what I wanted to say on this podcast. Blake's like, I cannot relate. I exclusively go for laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> yeah. But this, and then, and then. Dude, and I'm then, balls deep and I'm like, do you mind if I try some new stuff? <laughs> <laughs> but then the next day too, like the day after, dude, you shouldn't have left it a week. You should just, like. Uh, Even just acknowledge it. Go like, hey, sorry, last night I felt a bit weird about it. I'm not sure if I made you feel uncomfortable or if because you didn't say much. Even just after the act, like, hey, sorry, was that weird? Or maybe like I just am so honest and open. I I am too, I think. Three of us are. We would just be like, oh, like, sorry, is this weird? Even like pre you even doing it, right? Yeah, yeah. When you were making out in the bed, if anything felt off, I think – you, the move is to just go like, sorry, we don't have to do this. You, you feel off. 100%. Like, yes. And listen, I want to go back. I think my initial reaction to the story was quite volatile. I want to say, listen. <laughs> you think? I, I love you're the more listeners. hostile than a UK money in the bank crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I love the listeners. I appreciate you for sending in your submissions and your stories and asking us what we think. Um, if you're young, listen. This is the thing. If you're young or you don't know how to talk about stuff, especially in these circumstances... You can come here and talk to three mid-20-year-olds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Or one 21-year-old. Yeah. It was what? another joke. Oh, is yeah. that a joke again? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, it's hard sorry. to keep up with Blakey's humor. Whoa. That's so true. <laughs> Over the head. Over the hedge. So we... um, Yeah, I just think, you know, if you're young or you're bad at communicating, you'll get better at it. You're not a weirdo, mate. Unless you're not and you just are a weirdo. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what to say to that story, dude. All I'll say is this guy's profile picture is No, hit. no, you can't describe it, dude. It's no, I'm not, descri- I'm not describing it, man. Uh, all I'm going to say is there is a man in there and uh, he has scribbled out half a Gatorade bong. <laughs> okay. In his profile picture. Mm. Maybe he was too zooted to talk. <laughs> he was just like, whoa, this bed's pretty squeaky. He needs a little hey. less Zaza. Yes. Okay. We need to fix our bed. What's wrong with your bed, man? Because when he said the squeaking thing on every thrust, I was like, ah, relatable. Well, you live in your own house, though. Yeah, I just, it's too close to the wall and it's a king bed and it's been like, we're never home, so it doesn't really affect my life that much. Yeah. But like, when it does, we'll be but like, it really annoys Meg when she's trying to thrust away at Luke's asshole. It so. does. <laughs> you know, I'm on all fours, like, we need to fix this bed. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Can you unhandcuff me, please? I need to get the screwdriver. <laughs> No, but it's the only time where we both, like, we'll be, I don't want to get too graphic, but, you know, doing the deed and we're both like, fuck, we must fix that bed. But it's never, it seems like the right time in the no, moment to so. stop mm. and move it out or get the screw, screwdriver yeah. or something like that. Yeah. There's already enough screwing happening, am I right? Exactly. <laughs> and you got to, like, it takes time to get the ball gag out of your mouth and it's just a whole thing, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And you don't want to use that WD-40 up, you know, on the bedpost. No. No. 
use it on the on other the, stuff. Correct. Anyway, uh, that's good. All right, well, that's a good who's the weirdo. Yeah. Um, just would like to just throw this in as a side note unrelated to that story, but just for future who's the weirdos, a little bit more of a... Of a back and forth. A back and forth with two main characters in the story to determine who the weirdo actually is. Yeah. Or which we like their mark, like Kirby's story. Kirby's story, they had a little bit more of a, oh, who could we pick here as the weirdo? Bowser, your story, I mean, the, the poor woman in your yeah, story was definitely not the Because currently the weirdo. segment's like, justify my actions so I can sleep at night, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel bad. It, it, they send it into us. We have full reign to say whatever we want about it, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. And now sure. I can sleep better at night. Am I the weirdo, guys? No. Nah, what? Oh. For thinking, for, for being no, you, I thought okay, cool. what you said... Uh, at first, yep. like it was just something that I wasn't willing to say. But then you said it and I was like, okay. No, like, good. I probably wasn't going to go as harsh. But um, I'm no, glad I'll take it's out it. there now. But you know what? Because I'm happy. You know what? I'm happy to be the, the fan's harshest critic, but I'm also ready to be the fan's biggest lover. And they know that, all right? Yeah. Love you guys. Just asking, did you like it is just such a, why but, would you even have but to But he ask? acknowledged that that was weird. He was like, he as feel, soon he as felt, I said that, yes, and again, it was in did. an awkward, it, it maybe sounds like it was just a really awkward situation. Yeah. And man, I, I do awkward things in the moment all the time. Yeah. Like I've, I've thrown out on stage. I ask things that is like, just you're like, why did I say that? Mm. Yeah. That's you know what I mean? Point. It happens. It does happen. I don't think you need to lose any sleep over that element. That part wasn't the weird part. The weird part was maybe like it felt like beforehand you should have established if you both liked each other in that way a little better. Yeah. And then also afterwards communicate yeah. why it was weird. And just talk. And just and don't, don't leave it for a week, dude. Like a week's ages. That's a, that ship has sailed in my opinion. You leave it for a week, that's yeah. she's gone, you know? You're done. You could do two laps around the world in that time. Yeah, man. Probably three. You could listen to... Two brand new episodes of BLT in that time, really. It's true. Yeah. Um, anyway, that was good. Um, Blake, something weird happened on the way here. Yeah. yeah. Can you tell us about that? You came. You showed up in a bit of a flustered fumble. Yeah. Well, uh, well, I don't know why I didn't drive here. I just should have driven here. But like, I was just like, ah, uh, I, I wanted to like work on some stuff like that. I didn't have time to at home, so I was like, yep. I'll take the train so I can use my phone, all that sort of stuff. So right before I go, uh, my brother brought me home a coffee from a local cafe near oh, our house. That's nice. I was like, thanks, bro. Uh, thank you so much. And then I hop on the tram. We get two stops into the ride of like a 15, 25-minute ride on the tram. And then the bottom of my paper coffee cup just broke. What? And I like completely f- through the hole? Completely through the hole. And then all I just see is just... <laughs> And coffee is pouring out of this cup onto a fucking packed tram. Just and it looks like you have number threes. Yeah. And I looked to the girl next to me and she's just like, oh. And I was like, well, thanks for the support. Did you get off at the next stop? No, because I, I like no, well, what, what man, I had I had to fucking be here at a certain time, so I'm not getting off the tram. I did you do that. the thing like where you just did you just whack your mouth under and like I'll just chug this? Or was it hot? It was hot, man. Yeah. So what did you do? I just, I, it spilled and everybody was just like, oh, I have to be a most supportive tram I've ever been on. If you're going to spill your coffee on any tram, make it the line 72 from Camberwell. Make it that one. Cause I, and it was just like a bunch of old people. A dude recognized me while it happened. That was embarrassing. Oh. 
<laughs> oh, I just see this guy walk off and he goes, oh, tough one, Blakey. And he walks off the tram. <laughs> oh, and then uh, but this old lady gave me like wet wipes and mum hopped on on the next stop and she was like, while well, I was like amidst the cleaner and she gave me like one of her like massive like baby wipe. Things. Oh, that's nice. And then. Uh, so did you clean it up or is it still a. There's still, well, I did the best job I could. Yeah. Um, you didn't come in with coffee all over you. Look at the shoes. You can oh, see yeah. the markings on the shoes and stuff like oh, that. And, they're pretty and clean then Tyler saw I brought, because obviously no fucking bins on a tram. Oh, so just I put just, it in your backpack. I had to put like some sh- fucking coffeeed wet wipes and shit just into my backpack. And I was oh, like, no. <laughs> and then. Um, <laughs> Luke's face is not impressive. I just don't story. know why you didn't like hop off and. Put it in the bin and then get on the next one, or is it they're like too late? Because it, well, it's not right. It's not, wasn't right in the city. It's like out in Paran, so I'd have to wait like another twenty. I wouldn't have got off. That's I wouldn't true. have got off. I'd have stayed on. No, because yeah. if it was like if I was getting like a weird non-supportive vibe from the rest of the tram, probably would have hopped off. Yeah, but the tra- people were just like, "Ah, oh, made it happen." That's and awesome. I was like, "Oh, thanks so much." And then uh, I got off, and then one and some other dude was like, "So that." That, that, did you know that guy? Was that your neighbour? And I was like, oh, nah, man. And then I had to back explain why that guy was like, ooh, tough one, Blakey. <laughs> oh, so you had to be like, I, what, do you have to, did you, did you just go to someone, I am uniquely and nichely popular amongst mid-20-year-olds? <laughs> like, how do you even explain it to someone? Well, I kind of just got off and he was like, so like, like he, he was like, say I'm a comedian or something. said something like, like, how did he, was that like your neighbor or something like that? Cause we got on at the same stop and then uh, I was just like, oh no, I just like do videos. <laughs> but it was like an older guy. So he couldn't really. Blake was like, was I, no, have a, like I have a podcast and the guy goes, wait, you're the guy from BLT. And Blake's like, yeah. And he goes, are you the comedian? The one that says threes out of tens or Luke Kidgel? <laughs> Yes, the threes out of tens. <laughs> he goes, oh, play baby, nice to meet you. <laughs> God. Ahoy, ahoy. Oh, if uh, there was one day that could, uh, you know, fucking, what, what's the thing about the camel's back? The, <laughs> the straw? I think this was my straw. Okay, yep. Um, I, it's my dad's 60th on the weekend. I have to write a speech for him. I haven't written it. Uh, you know, I've <laughs> never done a speech at, any type of friend thing ever. Yeah, I don't think I've done one at a friend thing. Not at a friend's. Like I skipped all the 21st ones. Yeah, I didn't get. Like people, I think I got asked a couple of times, like, would you be interested? And I went, oh, like, you know, I'm sure you already have a bunch of family and stuff there. Like Mm. it'll clog up the night. Because there is nothing worse than when the speeches go for like over half an hour. Yeah. Yeah, but you are someone who has the power to make a speech enjoyable. So Yeah, but then there's, I find I don't like doing it. Or, or the thought of doing it. I've never really done it. But mm. I, I would only like the thought of doing it because the pressure of everyone goes, his is going to be good. Yeah. yeah, that would not be. The bar good. is low. Like you watch people crush like a wedding speech and it's just like, oh, yeah, when these two met, they were they were used to kiss in the car. Ooh. Yeah, we, but we all knew what they were doing. Ooh. And then, like, it will just murder. Like, the relatives yeah. are like, oh, they did probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the car. That's a good point. I did my I did a speech at my grandma's funeral. That's the last public speech I did. Did you crash? 
doing new shit or the tried and tested? No, I got up and I was like, because I, I did follow my all of my family. You're like, yeah, so, so I've got cystic fibrosis, guys. <laughs> so uh, I don't want to get emotional right now, but uh, a kid did actually ask me to be his Make-A-Wish. <laughs> No, I got I got up and I tried to because everyone was like kind of crying. My brother and sister went before me and they did the more serious route. I was like, nah, new method. Yeah, mate, it's a funeral. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's time to live. No, because actually, I was the last one before it ended. So we were going to the reception nest. I was like, we gotta start. We gotta we gotta end this with a bang. Get a and I immediately fumbled the bag. I just kind of half-assedly went. <laughs> this is the weirdest gig I've ever done. Oh. <laughs> no, but you know what? Eight bomb <laughs> Tough room to do that in. Yeah, no, but man, tough. do you know what? Do, do you know what? I think it crushed because it crushed for nobody, but my mum, whose mother had just died, mum was loving it. Okay, so Joey loved it. <laughs> yep. Do it for Joey. He's our little comedian. That's good. <laughs> well, I was going to say, um, yeah, I have to make speeches and I think – I've got three brothers and one of my other brothers was going to make one as well. And, and we were told by dad that there was a, he goes, you can say whatever you want in your speech boys, but don't tell the Canberra story. And I said, why not? And he said, do not tell the Canberra story. And I said, listen, mate, you got two options. (laughs) (laughs) I tell it to 50 people in a room on Saturday night, or I tell it to the thousands of people that listen to my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) What did he pick? He didn't get to pick because I didn't tell him I was going to tell it on the podcast. I lied about that bit. Let's tell the story. Yes. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Is this the one with the... No ways. Yep. Yep. (laughs) That's a great story. (laughs) Is he going to die of embarrassment because of this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is a really rough story. It's funny that Dad's come up two weeks in a row, actually. (laughs) It's so funny... Um. Because obviously we were talking about this dad's single dad meals last week. And keep sending your single dad meals in. I've got a couple that are absolute rip snorters. They're awesome. Keep sending them in. I'm so scared for Alan. I feel like he's going to die after he- hearing this. And then we'll have to put tributes on Facebook for him. Like, you know how they did for that, for like people who die. It's like, put your whatever out. Put your bowls of Cocoa Pops with hands around them out. <laughs> <laughs> Start the hashtag. Yeah, for, for Alan, yeah. Yeah, I got um, sent a couple single dad meals too. And what was grim is their ones sucked. And they were like, oh, yeah, but still not as good as your... Non-single dad with the sardines, mate. (laughs) (laughs) That's awful. My guy was like, yeah, I had so many two-minute noodles that we almost died of salt poisoning, (laughs) but I'd still rather my life than yours. (laughs) That is a hardcore slam and kind of true, to be honest with you. Um, Yeah, the funny thing was too, after the episode, two episodes ago with with, with Alex, mum was like, I'm never listening to this podcast again. Like, you were so disgusting. You were my son, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then last night she says to me, she goes, I listened to the podcast again. I was like, okay, what do you think? She goes, I was almost going to turn it off, but then you started slandering your father and I loved it. I kept listening. (laughs) It's like, Jules, you're dog. Yeah, being from a broken home is kind of based. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway, so the Canberra story, right? So, <laughs> so like I said, I'm one of uh, four boys. And when I was little, dad used to pick us up uh, on Boxing Day every year. And he would either, either have us till New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. So we'd sometimes spend New Year's with him. Um, and usually would take us camping or he would be like, he, my dad was the kind of dad who was like, you guys aren't getting gifts for Christmas. You're getting an experience. And his experience was like sleeping in a tent at Lake's entrance for four nights. (laughs) 
fishing on a boat in the day because that's what he wanted to do. So I mean, to be fair, what? years have gone by now and you're still talking about it. That is it. true. Yeah. They have been great experiences. <laughs> Speaking of which, there was one time, I remember it was Christmas 2006, and we were like, Dad, you got to get us a Wii. We're going to get the Nintendo Wii, please. He goes, all right, boys, keep asking. Uh, I'll see if I can hook you up with a Nintendo Wii. And we go, yes, still the best dad ever. Then he picked us up on Boxing Day, I remember, and we were so hyped. We were like, Nintendo Wii, Nintendo Wii. And we get in his car, and we're like, Dad, have you got the Wii? He goes, yep, boys, I got the Wii for you. And we're like, yay. And he hands his half bottle of yellow Gatorade. Oh, He's like, here's, here's your wee, boys. And we're like, Dad, what the fuck is that? <laughs> he was like, it's the wee. <laughs> here's your pyjamas. <laughs> like, That's great. Anyway, it's probably the same Christmas. Is that where you get your inspiration from, Blake? Just doing shit bits like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. God. <laughs> How did this... What the fuck? <laughs> That's awesome. Man. Anyway... I tell remember. you a fucking story, man. <laughs> what to give a fucking nothing? <laughs> this uh, this this trip this year, I think I was maybe ten, and uh, and Dad decided to take us to Canberra. So he drove us from Melbourne to Canberra. Uh, five of us in the car. It was how long is that? Like seven hour drive. We did it recently. It's a long drive. It's a long ass drive, and I don't think I'd ever been in the car that long in my life at that point. And my youngest brother was probably five or six, and so he was being a little shit. And it was just, an, I just remember the drive up and back being nightmare fuel. But we get to Canberra, we do a few of the classic Canberra things. Like, I mean, there's not much to do in Canberra, but. You we went to Questacon, went got to blind Quest- at Mooseheads. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did all the, the classic just stuff. The, we hit the greatest hits. Yeah. Just family Canberra activities. B- yep. Bonding activities, yeah. So we did, yeah, did that. We went to the War Memorial, which I remember traumatized my little brother as well. It was awesome. Um, but this one night, I remember too. Um, <laughs> Dad took us out to like an Indian restaurant, right? <laughs> and we're in the heart of Canberra. He'd parked on like the roof of a Coles. We'd walk down the Coles and go into this strip of shops and we'd go into this Indian restaurant. And I feel like I remember as a kid, like when our parents would take us somewhere because it was four of us, quite an expensive night in the town. Mm. So we would usually get skimped on the food <laughs> or we would like not really eat out ever. If we'd go to the movies, we wouldn't get popcorn and shit. And uh, I remember this night, I think we'd eaten somewhere else. And then dad was like, I'm going to get something to eat at this Indian restaurant for myself. So but we might've had Macca's Happy Meals or something. And then dad was having this, whatever, this Indian food at this restaurant. Anyways, we leave um, and we go to the Coles and dad's like, oh, I'll get you some icy poles or whatever to have, uh, we can have them outside the street. We're like, sick, this is awesome. So dad gives icy poles. I remember standing on the street <laughs> in these icy poles and then dad like sits down on like this brick sort of thing and he's going, oh, oh. And we're like, dad, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, yep, yeah, totally fine, boys. I'm all good. We're like, oh, are you sure? He's like, yep, yep, I'm all right. And then he keeps kind of going, oh. we've got our like calippos or whatever and just... <laughs> And then he starts going, oh, boys, oh, we, we better go. We better go. And we're like, are you okay? He's like, yeah, yep, I'm totally fine. Uh, put your icy poles in the bin. We're like, but Dad, we haven't finished him. Because I don't care. Put your icy poles in the bin. We're like, okay. So then he starts walking progressively faster up this car park. And eventually he goes from a, a walk to a brisk jog to a sprint. <laughs> and we get into his car and he's like, boys, I need to use the bathroom. I have to get back to the accommodation right now. I have to go to the toilet. And we're like, all right, no worries. Sounds good. So we start driving and he goes, look out for a McDonald's or something. Look for anything like that. We're like, yep, yep, we'll do. It's dead silent in the car. No one's making a peep. Myself, Nathan and Morgan, my two younger brothers are in the back seat. 
Uh, he's driving, driving. There's there's a McDonald's. The golden arches off in the distance. And Nathan goes, Dad, look, there's a McDonald's. And Dad's like, oh, excellent, excellent. So we get close. We're pulling over the thing. And you can see in his face the sort of worry is starting to, to seize. <laughs> and then as we get close to the sign, it just says drive through only. <laughs> and Dad goes, oh, my God. And we're like, it's drive through only. We can't go in. He's like, oh. So he rips it around the corner. We, we start approaching like a, a traffic lights. <laughs> the light goes from green to yellow. Dad just steps on the fucking gas, cranks it through the light, <laughs> rips it. It goes red before we make it. So he runs a red light. And Nathan goes, Dad, you ran a red. And he's like, shut up, Nathan. <laughs> and Nathan just goes, no. And starts like crying in the back seat. And we're all like, holy fuck. So then he peels into this like little car park, right? Dad's in this car park. The sun's starting to set. It's getting dark. He slams the brake on the car. I remember all of us jolting around. He goes, Jordan, hand me the Melways. <laughs> now, for those not in the know, for those not in the know, the Melways was a book once upon a time before Google Maps and navigation was a Massive map book that you had to use to get anywhere. It was, and it was of every street in Melbourne or Victoria. Yeah. And, and every so state would have their own version their own, of the map. Yeah, it was like a big, thick book and the pages were thick as fuck. I remember Dad grabbed this massive, thick book. He rips it open in the middle and he just tears out like a bunch of pages, just rips it and he throws them always back at I Jordan. What suburbs. <laughs> no, do you reckon he like had a pig? Like he was like, oh, I'm not going to go to Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Could have a nice one. Turek to fucking. Yeah. <laughs> and he throws the summer always out. He jumps out and he kicks the door shut and he sprints off into this, what looked like a reserve. There was like a big fence. He jumps this fence behind this bush and he's gone out of sight. And we're sitting there for a couple of minutes like, holy shit. Like we're in the car going, and Nathan's still kind of crying going, oh, no, dad yelled at me. And then uh, we're sitting there and we're looking around and we're like, where are we? We look over to where dad's run. We realize that he's jumped the fence of a kindergarten. <laughs> and he's just taking an insane liquid shit in the backyard of like the playground of a kindergarten. <laughs> And all four of us in the car start howling, laughing. It's the funniest <laughs> shit. And like, because all of us, like I said, it was like, I was like 10. My brothers were like eight, six or something. And then like my older brother was like 11 or 12. And we're all just going like, oh, imagine the kids tomorrow are going to think that they've found chocolate milkshakes. <laughs> and it's dad's poop. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all dying fucking laughing. And then eventually after like 10 or 15 minutes, dad comes back and he's like straight faced, super like stoic and just walking dead silent. He gets back in the car and we're all silent as anything. We don't say a word. <laughs> he shuts the door, turns the car on, pulls out, starts driving back. And after like three minutes, Nathan goes, dad, <laughs> you know, you ran a red light. Dad's like, listen, Nathan, it was either that or shit my pants, mate. <laughs> what would you rather see? Nathan was like, yeah, okay, fair enough. Did he ever like address it? Or was there any energy of like, we never speak of this again? It was, a, it was a, it was, that's what it was. It was a complete, we never speak of this again. Do not tell anyone this happened. This is an unspoken well, rule. It wasn't like in 13 years time, Tyler, if you have a podcast with your two mates. <laughs> You were never to speak of the fact that I shat in a kindergarten in no, Canberra. He did not go into specifics, but I'll tell you this. Three or four years later, 
We're on another Christmas camping trip. We're in Phillip Island this time. Dad's camping with us. And he says to us, he goes, boys, uh, was it, maybe it was even sooner. Maybe this was a year or two after. This is still young. He goes, boys, uh, this is on day two of the trip. Uh, there's a lady coming to stay with us. I've been seeing her for a while. Uh, we're going to start dating, I think. I want you guys to be really nice with her. Behave yourselves. She's lovely. Uh, it was a woman who turned out to be my stepmom now, who's been my step- with my dad for years. And he goes, behave yourselves with her. Be really kind. She's American, blah, blah, blah. We all go, yep, cool, cool, cool. We meet her. She's lovely. That night we go and watch the penguins coming in from the thing in Phillip Island, a classic family sort of thing to do. And then my now stepmom Susan goes, boys, does anyone want to come home with me? I'll drive you guys home if you want. So my younger brothers and I were like, yeah, awesome. We'll go with Susan. We're in her car. And we sit in her car. And the first thing Susan says to us is, oh. so is there any stories I need to know about your dad? <laughs> and all three of us, I just turn around and look at the boys and I go, yeah, so did dad tell you about when we were in Canberra? Oh, you dog. <laughs> He's like, be on the best behaviour, which also would entail, don't tell her my deepest, darkest secret. <laughs> yeah. And then when Susan get back to the campsite, Dad goes, all right, how was the trip back? And Susan goes, yeah, I heard all about Canberra. And Dad's face went fucking pale white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, classic. But yeah, I'm not allowed to, I can't tell him that story. I'm not allowed to tell that story on his, at his birthday on Saturday, which is Julie's a shame. Julie's going to love this one. <laughs> no, Jules has heard that story multiple times. No, but she's gonna love that you've now told it to on the pod. Oh yeah, she's gonna she's gonna That's she's awesome. gonna love it a lot. Man, you should totally rip that at the party. At the you reckon? Yeah, oh, rip it some... like how he ripped that Malway's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great story. It's a good bit. Yeah, God, um, I don't mind it. I. Th- from memory, that's that isn't how I remember. I I forgot about the the kindergarten part. That the, I don't oh, think really? you've ever told me that part of it before. No, that's like a key element of the story. I just thought it was a side of the road Hume Highway shit. No, no, he pulled into like the like a it was like a yeah it was like a full car park with other cars parked in it, then jumped the fence of a kinder. <laughs> it was awesome. A um, friend of ours took a liquid shit on a highway recently. Yeah, you've told this on another podcast, Who and then you named him. Uh, yeah, I named him. I think I had to cut it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but he, uh, he he went back this weekend, and he just messaged me, just coming back from uh, Swan Hill today. He goes, no shit, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. He was like, don't have any content for you. Damn. God. That's unfortunate. Man. No, well, let us know how the speech goes next week, please. I'll keep you posted. Man. Yeah, I, I was banned from telling that story, but we'll see what happens. Um. We, we, we played squash last week. Yeah. Squ- oh, you want to do squash talk? We had, yeah. I had so much fun. Yeah, it was awesome. Squash was sick. Do you know what squash is? Yeah, I played squash in high school. Not yeah, like the one where you smack it up against the yeah. wall. Why aren't more people playing this sport? It's a fun I reckon game, it's the most fun I've had playing casual sport in a very long time. And it was so easy to get into and just it's rotate so in and out. Yeah. You just smack a ball against a wall and it's like keep-ups. Yeah, it was it's sick. Really, it's really fun. It's like, I reckon it's more fun than tennis. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you don't, like, in tennis, when you miss the ball, you have to kind of, like, run around. Like, that's why they're ball boys in tennis, because it's mm. so annoying to go get the balls. Yeah. Like, yeah. in a professional level of Roger Federer had to run and go get it and then hit it back to the person so they could serve. That would really take the fun out of it. 100%. But squash, you just kind of, like, it's a really small ring, mm. and I reckon we should play more. I agree. I, any sport to me that's instantly rewarding like that, like I was like, I played like two games and I was like, oh, okay, I get you it. You were man. really good at it. Thank you, man. Yeah, well, I thought, hey, I just thought it was easy to get into. I was Tyler like, bit me good. two times in a row and then I got him in the third, but only because like he just royally fucked it. 
Yeah. Oh, he's, Tyler's I, way better than me at squash. Yeah. I realize that the strategy in squash is to be the biggest dog and hit the biggest dog shots as you yeah. can. Yeah, like you just like what you do is it's a, it's the classic high school thing of, you know, having a rally and you're both smacking against the wall and then someone just lightly hits it against yeah, the wall. And it's then wall you, ball with rackets. Yeah, so then it doesn't bounce back and then they it's can't really run good. in and hit it up. It's, yeah, it's that the, was his yeah, way of winning. That is, and hey, it worked. I remember we played it for... Uh, sports in like for a term you get to pick a, a new sport each term yeah. in high school and then I picked squash one day because it was like the most popular we didn't have it in school oh really Man, we went to a public school oh we would just walk to the RSL where there was squash courts so you'd walk past like 80 year olds on the pokies and then you'd go <laughs> down and have <laughs> squash we had bat tennis yeah bat Damn, tennis was like awesome mini tennis with a wooden bat oh jeez well we I remember one day is something like that happened, somebody hit that dog shot where you can't chase it. And what you know, there's always that one kid in school who has like the sooks about everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was like the squash course, there was like four of them. And then there was a big upstairs bit where you could watch all of the games. And then everybody gets their own racket. So one dude hit a dog shot to his mate. He cracked the shit, started crying, and just went up to the balcony. And they're like, oh, well, I guess he's not. F- playing anymore oh so he's like a fan of uh, he's a british fan of cricket is he yes they cracked a sads this week at oh us. yeah oh yeah and that's all i can contribute to this cricket chat did you hear about that <laughs> what happened oh it's considered like a dog thing but then it's like also considered like it's considered bad sportsmanship so you know when you leave your crease and when you're batting in cricket there's a crease yes and if you're outside the crease uh it's considered unsportsmanlike but if you keep leaving your crease, the wicketkeeper usually goes, hey, man, I'll, like, get you out if you keep leaving your crease. Yeah. And you give them a warning. That's yeah, what's yeah. considered the sportsman-like thing to do. Okay, yeah. I think the wicketkeeper threw out one or two warnings and the guys kept walking out of his crease. And then, like, the third or fourth time, the wicketkeeper, the Australian wicketkeeper, just knocked off the bales, like, in between a ball because he just wasn't in his crease. Yeah. And then all the supporters, like, full-on screamed at all the Australian players. and like, Why? He's allowed off. to do it, right? Yeah, it's oh yeah, it's, it's, it's in the rules. the rules. It's just like I guess no, not in the. It's usually you try and get them out by bowling the ball. And it's like happens. when okay. it's like when a basketball team is smashing the other one. There's like two seconds left, and somebody just takes the ball and fucking dunks it so hard. Yeah, it's like just it's such a dog act. Mm. Yeah, it's considered unsportsmanlike. But Australia over the years has done many unsportsmanlike things. The worst one we ever did was against I think it was New Zealand in like the nineties or something. There was one ball to go. And they had to hit like a four or something to win. Yeah. And the Australian guy, it was one of the almost awful things I've ever seen in world sport, just rolls the ball along the ground so he can't hit it. Wait, is he allowed to do that? Yep. It's then why just wouldn't considered, you do that? Yeah, why wouldn't you do that every single time? Because then, then you wouldn't have a sport. There's, te- there's this dumb technicality in the sport where you that's can so kind dumb. of just roll it down, but it's just like that's not the sport. No, that's yeah. – but hey, I guess in the last they may have changed the rule now, but at the Surely time it was the rule. I remember in, in a, yeah, okay, yeah. Everyone on the world stage was like Australians are fucking dogs. Which that's funny. Yes. And yeah. did we get the win? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, then okay. But in also, the, in the context, barely. in the I context of the, the bat, the batsman in the in the crease, like you have two jobs: hit hit ball and stay in crease. Like just yeah, it's not hard. Yeah, it's not that one hard. I didn't have a problem with. I think it's hilarious. That is really funny. And um. And then the video of the Aussie cricket players going through the membership thing back yes. and all of the British uh, people who, like, pay so much money. Four uh, cast members from the Monty Python have been, f- like, banned from the like the, the MCC because they were just abusing 
the Aussie players like going back up and like finishing As they were going oak. back up to like their change room, the all supporters were standing there just like hurling abuse at them. Release, we play free. It's not in the spirit of the game, mate. What is going on with you fucking disrespecting yeah. our fun sport, man? It's just because <laughs> I think... You'd be a massive dog cunt, yeah? That it's like literally like one of the most unsportsmanlike <laughs> things like I've ever seen. Uh, Master Wayne. It's because we're just When you come and play now. cricket in our country. Master Wayne. Sub cricket players just want to roll the ball <laughs> to the Kiwis. Now, ma- ma- Master Wayne, stay in your crease when you're batting because those nasty bloody Aussies <laughs> will take I, you out. I feel like it's fair where yeah. our cricket team's fucking losers. Yeah, okay. Like, we cheated, didn't we? Didn't we? Like, we yeah, we had the ball, the ball and just, they're all just like... Yeah. Cricket is the... Hey, le- we're larrikins. Cricket is, the, cricket is the league of legends of actual sports to me, so yeah. I don't give a fuck. But, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, it's good to see we'll be ranked uh, number 45 in the sports podcast category <laughs> this week as well. That's awesome. Good. Uh, we could talk about – next week we'll talk about real sport, like money in the bank. We did, we Thank God. To, we didn't do a recap. didn't even talk about – Again, we can, we can cut some stuff at the start and we can go – because nah. like, it would relate gold, to the English man. stuff as well. So There's a lot of things you want to cut out of this episode that I'm not going to cut, mate. <laughs> the, the English crowd at the Money in the Bank was awesome. They were great, man. Oh, oh yeah. but oh, the squash thing. Oh, yeah, sorry. Keep going. Yeah. Squash, but, but the cricket stuff was very valuable. I'm glad we talked about it. Yeah. So yeah. this kid has a sook and he goes, Oh, you fucking cut, you fucking little bitch. He runs off crying and we're like... <laughs> what a loser. And then he goes back up to the balcony and I go in to sub in because he's like, oh, well, if he's having a sook, I better just play. Yeah, play. And then I can't see it. I wish I had another view of it. But all I see from behind, like this is my peripheral vision, just the wall, a dude next to me who got the last dude out and the racket, okay? I just see a racket get fucking piffed. And you know when something goes past you really fast so you can feel the wind oh. of it? <laughs> I get the wind of a squash racket fucking full pelt close to my head. What? So this kid was in the balcony. He was just like, this is fucking bullshit. And just threw the racket. Did he oh. throw it at you or did he throw it just in anger? He threw it at the kid, but he was so um, pissed and uncoordinated. Yeah, and it fucking nearly got me. It's like, mate, this is the whole problem. This is why you're crying. It's because you're just shit at sports. <laughs> yeah, you got no motor skills, you fuckhead. And then the kid Stop turned crying. around, like the kid who the racket was intended for, he just turns around, looks up, he goes, wasn't even fucking meant for him, you dumb cunt. <laughs> and he just walks out. And then what became was like a 20-minute search around the RSL because the kid just walked out. It was like, fucking bullshit. I think we found him near like the plane that's always outside an RSL. Oh, yeah. Like he was like hopped in the tank. Yes. It's <laughs> in the car park. Yeah. It was so funny. And then, uh, yeah, the kid never lived it down until like year 12. Good. What a little fu- – if that hit you, that would have fucking done some serious damage. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. We could talk about money in the bank, but we also can't talk about hate crimes that have occurred. Oh, yeah, no, I refuse to talk about it. Yeah. My, our boy LA Knight did not get the fucking – he's not Mr. Money in the Bank. It was fucked up. But the civil My hatred for priests has just gone <laughs> through the roof. The Civil War was sick, though. Oh, oh Roman Reigns. Dude, yeah. yeah. That was legitimately one of the best matches I've ever seen. Oh, the yeah. Usos are the goats, man. That was awesome. Have you seen they're going to take him to court now? Oh, to tribal council. Yeah, tribal yeah. council. <laughs> so, well, it's, it's Survivor now. Yeah, basically. <laughs> In the ring. <laughs> it's awesome. Oh, God. Yeah, it was so sick. But, yeah, they really... 
Dude, the, the British crowds, there's so funny because it's a live event and you can just hear like at one point, oh, I guess we can spoil it now. It's been spoiled. Yeah, it's, uh, John Cena comes out and he starts talking to this Australian dude, Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller, yeah. Um, who just looks like a beefed up Love Island contestant. That's what he was, wasn't he? I don't know. He, he started in the PWA uh, Wrestling Association. Oh, was he Australia. always a wrestler here? I thought he was did like reality TV here. And then he, uh, he looks like a DJ. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think he was on reality TV here somewhere. It wouldn't shock me, man. Probably. He literally yeah. looks like like those dudes that you see in the Gold Coast, just like kind of like walking like Handing a- out like club, like yeah, like for f- drink cards and stuff yeah. like that. You boys looking for a good night tonight? Yeah. That kind of guy. That's yeah. what he was, yeah. Um, the DJ's friend. And the crowd starts like going off at him because he, he's like playing a villain in the situation. Like yeah. he's like saying like WWE shouldn't be in England. Like this is in England. And uh, then the crowd just starts going, what, you, you're a wanker, you're a wanker, you're... Dude, and then at one point they just start going, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. <laughs> on, like a, on like a PG live stream. Yeah, that's awesome. It was very funny. Yeah. Now the UK crowds, uh, man, when Cody Rhodes came out, in, in this oh. in America, when Cody Rhodes comes out and he does his theme song, Neverland in my soul, usually the crowds are all kind of cheering and stuff, and then it gets to the whoa, and the crowd cheers that bit with him. But in the UK, the crowd was singing the whole theme song. It was so it sick. Was sick. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. And even Seth Rollins' intro, everyone was singing like the whoa, like the yeah, that yeah. was cool, no, man. Shinsuke Nakamura's theme song as well. They were all going off. At they that. were going off for that too. Mitch, man, Uzi Vert's got that on his U.R. It's so sick. <laughs> Little Uzi does a remix of Shinsuke Nakamura's theme song. He just Uh-oh. raps an auto tunes over the top of it. That's it's dope as fuck. But uh, yeah, it was. It was very. I, I. It was my first ever like. Because you've only just got me into it. Yeah. So it was like my first ever like one that's happened in real time. Like oh, usually you we just live. go back and watch like Royal Rumbles from like 2007 mm. and eight and stuff. It was like yeah. my first one that happened recently. And oh man. But it's part of the magic, it dude. It's always to be a part of it. Yeah, something. it was awesome yeah. to hype up because we because it, it was airing, because obviously it was in London. It was airing at our time at like 4.30 in the morning. So bleeding up to it, we were kind of like, yeah, we're going to get up at 4.30 in the morning. And then it got to the night before and we were all like, we're not getting up at 4.30 in the morning. So it was kind of like this joint thing of us all avoiding TikTok and Instagram all day. It was None awesome. None of us went on our phones all of Sunday because we didn't want to have <laughs> WWE spoiled yeah, for us. Yeah, We also had like a six-hour drive that day. Yeah. So we were all in the car just like talking to each other like, yeah, so yeah. like what have you been up to lately? Because we didn't want to spoil <laughs> the, the match. Yeah, it was awesome. That was sick. See, that's why I didn't have any good fucking jokes today. I used them all in the car for trying to... <laughs> Trying to fucking entertain this dickhead. Hey, come on. <laughs> All right. Well, that was another great episode of VLT. And uh, we are one episode closer to episode 13, boys. Boy, oh, am I excited. And fuel the hype. Yeah, the hype's going to be huge, man. Episode 13 is... Well, I mean, it's, it's going to be gonna a milestone be a, episode. There's going to be like a group of like five BLT listeners in London going, oh my God, it comes out. Like we're going to get up at 4.30 to listen to the pod and then they'll have like a six-hour drive. Like, fuck, we can't even listen to it. Get off TikTok. The boys are probably clip spoilers. <laughs> I don't want to spoil the episode, but what I will say is keep sending in your single dad meals. Please send oh, them yeah. in. Send us in the worst can. meal that you had. If you are from a broken home, this is for you. Something that, oh, yeah. and remember, it's a meal that your single dad, you know, he gets to a point where he remembers that he's got responsibilities and 
sentient beings to look care of and keep alive. And he goes, fuck, it's 9pm on a Wednesday night. My kids have school tomorrow. Better give them some food, eh? And he's just whipping something together in the heat of the moment. Yeah, That's just, the vibe. Just think back to the moment where you were sitting on that couch that dad picked up off Facebook Marketplace and you know for a fact he was crying in the night before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what scrum diddly little accoutrement did you devour? Delicious. Uh, uh, remember, that's for episode 13, which is going to be the Breaking Bad Season 5, Episode 8, Ozymandias of podcast episodes. So. Great episode. Yeah. Well, play the outro. I've had fun. I've had, I, I, I had fun for the second half of the episode. <laughs> I had fun for the whole episode. Play the outro. See you, boys. Another riveting episode. Stay pretty and see you next week on BLT. Like the sandwich. <laughs>